Amen. I believe in the power of prayer. Prayer changes things. Amen. I know my help is on the way. is on the way. changes things right how many know that this small group right here our prayers literally could change the world in Jesus name the Bible says that just one woman pushed through the crowd and touched the hem of his garment everything changed you see just one prayer might be what changes everything God's power is a whole lot bigger than anything we're going through America if we turn to the Lord we shall stand, and so will salvation. You never can lose that. You can't worry about it, can't doubt it. The Lord is going to help us. Amen? Amen. This is a really old song. We sing it a lot uh, around Thanksgiving. But right now, the little things mean a lot, don't they? And we should be giving thanks every day for what the Lord is doing. As the world... Looks upon us 
as we struggle along they may say we have nothing but they are so wrong in my heart i'm rejoicing There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus for your blessings on me. Well, you know I'm not wealthy. These clothes are not new. I don't have much money. But Lord, I have you. And to me, that's all that matters. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. There's a roof up above me. I'm a good place to sleep. There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You paid me. Lord, and a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. On me. Well, thank you all so much for coming to church, and I want to say that this is a time where we should respect every church's decisions on what they're doing, because each one has to make their own decisions, and it's not easy. And so we want to respect them, and some are meeting, some are not, but uh, many, many people are going to be sharing the gospel today on Facebook and uh, other social media, YouTube, and other places as well. And so we're just going to pray that the whole nation can see a revival start today, that turn to Jesus Christ. How many know the answer to every problem is to turn to Jesus Christ? It says over in Romans chapter 1, I want to ask you to go there with me, verse 8, in just a moment. Uh, Romans chapter 1 verse 8 well one thing about the days we live in with uh, the virus scare and everything 
you sure are seeing some unique things happening in town and in stores. And right, Isn't that right? Things you've never seen before. I've seen people dressed in ways I didn't know was possible to dress. I heard someone say, uh, they told me that I had to wear a mask and gloves if I went to the store. And when I got there, everybody else had clothes on. All right. Bad joke. Pretty funny, though. I, I believe that we should trust the Lord and not get discouraged. Think about how good we actually have it. You know, one of the things about our government, if you'll think about it, so far anyway, they have not tried to decree a law to close churches. They have suggested options and many people have taken that and decided not to get together. One of the reasons that we decided to get together this morning is because we have a large number of seats, plenty of room for people to separate in their families and uh, left all the doors open where people could come and go and not have to touch the doorknobs and, and those kinds of things. So I feel like we've separated the social distancing thing better than a lot of places. And uh, you, may, you may have experienced going to get your medicine at the pharmacy and there's sick people in the line. That's kind of uh, disturbing, isn't it? But in Jesus' house, how many knows there's healing? In the Lord's house, prayers are answered. And in God's house, the Holy Spirit shows up. I believe the Holy Spirit is pouring out today, this Sunday, on the United States of America and around the world in, a, in, in massive amounts and ways. The Holy Spirit is pouring out on all flesh. People are seeking the Lord for peace and comfort in their heart. Some people that never think much about the Lord are thinking a lot about the Lord today. And if it wasn't for this social distancing practice, which I agree with, the houses of God would be filled today with people that are praying. So now we have living rooms and people's personal devices filled with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. And I pray in Jesus' name that the Holy Spirit moves on the face of the earth and that people accept Christ this weekend in Mass. Wouldn't it be awesome if people by the millions would say, I have trusted Jesus Christ today. I have trusted Jesus Christ with my life and eternal life. Now, uh, Becky posted something. I really liked it. She said, this virus has not killed one single soul. Amen? This virus, nor any other disease, has killed not one single soul. The soul of a man lives forever somewhere. And if you're with Jesus Christ, you get to live with him in his heaven. And that's where I am. How about you? Not because I'm good, not because I'm dressed up, not because I'm having church, but because he died on the cross for me. And he poured his blood out as a sacrifice to show us 
how much he loved us. And because of that, we know for sure where we're going, don't we? You know, it's easier to face crisis when you know your destiny. It's easier to have a peace in your heart when you lay your head on your pillow at night. When you know Jesus has you in the palm of his hand. In Romans chapter 1 verse 8, he said, first of all, he's writing to the church, by the way. He's not writing necessarily to lost people that haven't found Christ yet. He's writing to the church people that live in Rome. And he says, first of all, I'm th I thank God through Jesus Christ for you. For all of you. That your faith is spoken throughout the world. You know, this is what I hope. I hope that people all over the world will be looking at America and saying, America has faith in Jesus Christ. America knows what's most important is eternity and faith in Christ. America is not losing focus of life, family, faith, and freedom. You know, it's a little concerning to me how quickly things can change. But on the flip side, God never changes. Jesus never changes. And I would love for people all over the world to say, first of all, we want to note how full of faith people in America are today. They're broadcasting. They're getting the gospel out. They're not stopping in their tracks. You see, we're still ministering to people. We're still helping people. We're still doing the things through missions in leading people to Jesus Christ. In verse 9 it says, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of His Son. You know, when, it, when, it, when you say that, I serve God with my spirit... What that means is you really, really, really mean it down deep inside. It's not a show. It's not fake. It's not play in church. It's not, it, there's nothing phony about it. Guys, we are not hypocrites because we really mean it. And so people mess up and they do things wrong and the world says, oh, they're a hypocrite. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. We're not hypocrites, we're not fakes, we're not phonies. We serve God with our spirit. And our spirit is plugged in to the Holy Spirit, God Himself. The Bible says God is a spirit that no man has seen Him in His true form. God has appeared in various forms. He appeared as a burning bush. He appeared as uh, the Ancient of Days sitting on the throne in visions to the prophets. He's appeared in many ways. But one day, when you and I draw our last breath, we'll get to see Him as He is. Jesus said, when I come back to earth, you will see Me as I am. And it also says, we shall be like Him. You know, we don't worship a fairy tale. We don't worship an invisible, make-believe 
You know, my God is invisible on the one hand, but He's very visible when He manifests Himself through miracles and appearing to people. You see, we serve a real God. God is not dead. He is alive. And He lives in the heart of all those that serve Him with His Spirit. If you serve God with your spirit, then you can have peace in your heart. It's our job to bring peace to people, isn't it? God has not authored this fear. God has not sent this pestilence. This is a work of Satan. And we ask God to intervene and stop it. Amen? We do not give Satan credit for good things. We give God credit for good things. One of these days, the old devil is going to be bound up and cast into hell. One of these days, that's going to happen, and we're going to see it. The Bible says when the Lord comes back, that He will gather all His children with Him. And I'm proud to proclaim today, not only am I serving Him with my spirit, not only am I full of faith, but I identify as a child of the Almighty God. That does not make me perfect, but one day I will be. Amen? One day I will be. How many know Jesus Christ is perfect? And He said, you shall be like me. We will be completed. This is our temporary home. This last week was spring break. Most people had to stay home. At the Great Passion Play, 600 plus acres, it's pretty easy to go there and still maintain social distancing. And uh, small groups, families, you know, co-workers, people who are together every day anyway. They came through, some did, and I was giving a tour of the tabernacle. And I asked this question. What does tabernacle mean? Can somebody help me with that? What does the word tabernacle mean? It means tent. It means a portable home. It means temporary home. You see, the tabernacle of God was carried from place to place. It was the tent where they set up the Ark of the Covenant. It was where the presence of God came. The presence of God went and they followed and they set up this big tent and they protected the Ark of the Covenant. They offered sacrifices. They worshiped the Lord there. And so what I'm saying today is that you and you and you and you and everyone watching and myself, this right here, praise God, is a tabernacle, a tent, a temporary home. And one day we're going to have a permanent home, every single person in the world that knows Jesus Christ and loves Him, serves Him with their spirit and is full of faith in Him, will have a permanent home that no man can tear down. The Bible says it will last forever. Made by the hands of God, not the hands of men. We at Union Valley come together and we worship Jesus Christ because of that fact. Because He did this for us. I didn't earn it. I didn't earn it. I've baptized a lot of people. I've prayed with a lot of people to accept Christ. But that's not why I'm going to heaven. 
I pastor the best church that I know of. I don't know of any other group of people that I'd rather pastor. In fact, I just don't want to pastor any other place or people. All right? But that's not why I'm going to heaven. We at the Gospel Station Network reach millions every day. The World Mission Team has seen over 800,000 people saved. That's not why I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven because of what one man, the Son of God, did on the cross at Calvary. He poured His blood out so the entire human race can be cured of the disease of death. He is King. He is the answer for the problems. And He is the one that can cure your sin and death. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of His Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. You know, there's a lot we can do. We can show the world that we're full of faith. We can show others that we serve God with our spirit. It's not just a show, it's the real deal. Alright? We can proclaim the gospel without ceasing. But you know what you can do to help more people than anything? Is pray with them. And pray for them. You all know Grant. He is in serious condition in Oklahoma City. Please pray for his healing. We have a list of people. We have some people in our church that have been diagnosed with cancer. They need healing. I want to pray fervently for those people. Not just talk about it, but do it. And I would urge you to use this time when we're having to stay home to, to reach out to others. Make text messages, phone calls, write cards. You can still put things in the mail and pray for people. Call say, can I pray for you today? One of the things our church is going to be doing is the elderly and the shut-ins in our congregation and community, if they need something, maybe they run out of milk or maybe they have a, have a prescription picked up or something like that, we're going to, I'm asking them to message me, call the gospel station phone number and communicate that so that we can ask someone to run that errand for them. You know, and set it on their front porch or run, drive through the drive through and pick up what's needed and deliver it to someone that cannot get out. That's something that we're going to be doing over the next week or two to help people who need it. And I'm telling you, you literally have the best opportunity you've ever had right now to share Jesus with other people. I'm looking at it that way. I believe it, don't you? Have you ever seen in your lifetime so much fear among the people? I don't think there ever has been. Maybe, maybe during World War I or II or something like that, perhaps. I wasn't alive during that time. And maybe some of you were. Maybe you can remember. But I, in my lifetime, I have never seen people so afraid. But they look in your eyes. They see your social media they see your faith, and they need your prayers. And so these are the things that I think our church can do to make a difference in these times. We can show the world that we're full of faith. We can show the world that we serve the Lord truly from our heart, that it's real. And we can pray for people 
while we're sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. These are very fundamental, but right now is the time where you get to the fundamentals. Isn't that right? Uh, we were talking at home, you know, what would we do if we couldn't go to town to the store or whatever, you know? Well, uh, we're, we may be about to find out. I don't know, but I'm not going to fear it. You know why? Because I got several cans of Spam and ramen noodles. I saw on Facebook yesterday someone posting how to cut up a squirrel to eat it. I thought, I already know how to do that. How about y'all? What's that old song, Country Boy Can Survive? Well, that's kind of how we're feeling right now. But down deep inside, the peace that comforts a soul is what this world needs. And his name is Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? He is the one. That people can put him at, on the throne of their heart, in the driver's seat, and then rest and sleep and not worry. It's difficult not to worry. We don't know what's going to happen financially, jobs, mortgages, businesses that support a lot of people's salaries. We don't know how we're going to pay them. It's, it's pretty worrisome. And I'll tell you, I've been guilty of worry the last few days over those things. Anybody else say, I've been a little worried? It's not a sin to worry. In fact, when you worry, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to give that worry and that burden to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, bring your burdens and let me bear them and now we're being tested aren't we what can you do you can pray for people you can show them that you really mean it I don't think it would hurt a thing to plant a little a few tomato plants huh we've got some common sense and know-how don't we the Lord has helped us before and he'll help us again and so it says in verse 16, would you say this with me? Let's all say this. Let's, would you stand with me? And let's all say this, uh, verse 16, together. Honestly, there's probably going to be some people out there that will blame Jesus for this, that will blame God for this. There's probably going to be some people out there that will blame Christians because that's what the devil does. You remember the first book, the oldest book, the book of Job, and what happened? Lucifer came into the throne room. What did he do? Start blaming and falsely accusing, right? He's still doing it. That's all right. We should expect that. But there's also going to be a lot of people that are going to wish they could stand up and say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also the Greek, which means everyone else. It is available to all who will ask it. Let's say that together. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone 
that believeth. If you're listening today on the internet, I just want to share with you, if you want to accept Christ as your Savior, this is how you do it. You ask Him to forgive you of all your sins because you've got sins. We all do. Ask Him to forgive you of all your sins. Really mean it with your spirit, with your heart. Ask Him to come live in your life and give your life to Him. Really mean it. Give your life to Him. Say, I'm going to serve you. You might be afraid you can't live up to it. Well, I can already tell you, you can't. So don't let that stop you. Give your life to Christ anyway and really mean it. And then He'll start helping you. You see, He'll help you each day. Read the Bible. Be baptized. Get involved with what God is doing around you. Help somebody. Pray to Jesus. Read the Bible. Give your heart and life to Him. You truly can start a life as a Christian today. If you haven't already, Jesus said you must be born again. And that's what it means to start all over. It's like a clean slate. How many believe that the Lord still hears and answers prayers and saves people? The Bible says it. So really, whether I believe it or not, it's still true. And so I'm giving that out today. Please, please accept Jesus Christ. I'm going to close in prayer. I'm going to ask Jessica to play the piano. We're going to end this live broadcast as soon as we say amen. I'll pray for you. You pray for me. If you need to be saved this morning here in this congregation, I want to kneel with you and pray with you. If you need a special touch from God, I want to be there for you. I'm not afraid. I believe with all my heart that God already knows. And I believe He's got a plan. And I'm going to go out of here today and I'm going to do my best to share the gospel with more people than I ever imagined. In Jesus' name. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and then the world. Would you pray with me? We're asking people all over the world, wherever you are, to kneel and pray. Or sit there when, and pray, or stand and pray. Let's come together in agreement. You know, the Bible says that in the early church, something terrible happened and fear came over all of them. And the Bible says when fear gripped all the church, that many signs and wonders occurred at the power of God. I believe we're going to start hearing miraculous stories where people were sick and suddenly they were well. I believe we're going to start hearing miraculous stories where suddenly the, the death rate just plummets unexplainably. 
I believe we're going to start hearing miraculous stories where the virus is stopped, where God allows someone to discover a cure. I believe God is going to send us a cure. He's going to send us deliverance. He's going to send us people that need salvation. And I believe with all my heart, the whole world is going to know that we have a God and He is the one and only. And I'm praying in Jesus' name as we agree together. The Bible said that if we come together and agree in Jesus' name, now it has to be God's will, but how many know it is God's will for Him to heal His people? It is God's will for Him to intervene in the lives of human beings. He's waiting for us to ask. He's waiting for people to, the Bible says, turn from their wicked ways. There's so many wicked ways going on that's prevalent in our society. We need to repent and turn toward God and His Word. And if we'll turn from our wicked ways as a nation and seek His face, He will hear her from heaven and heal our land. In fact, if you get a chance today, read that Scripture, but back up two or three verses because he says if famine comes to your land if pestilence comes to your land here's how to cure it and that's where it starts if my people you see there's a whole story to that read that today it'll encourage you because I know millions and millions of people all over the United States and the world are praying right now and God hears our prayers Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name that you would break this curse. Lord, that you would send a cure or multiple cures. God, that you would defeat this virus, that you would defeat cancer, that you would defeat disease. Lord, we're asking you to show up in a mighty way, God, that everyone, even the sinners, even the lost people, even the ones that don't believe, all of a sudden they will know that you are God. We're asking you to do this. We plead with you. And we, as your children, speak out against this disease. It must flee. In Jesus' name. We bind on earth what is bound in heaven. The Bible says, in heaven, the tree of life blooms and yields twelve manner of fruit. Where it constantly heals everyone. And we're asking you, God, for the power of the tree of life to defeat this disease. Lord, we plead with you that you would do something so powerful and so mighty that even the atheists, even the agnostics, even people that just are confused, Lord, that they will know that you are God. Lord, we just love people and we want to see them go to heaven. We love people and we want to see them go to heaven. We want to see them turn to you. Oh God, bring our nation back to you. Lord, that people in our country will become patriots again. And they will follow you and follow the cross. And give their lives to you. I pray for healing on everyone that's here. A special blessing. Lord, please pour out a very special blessing on the households of everyone that's here and those that could not be here. 
We have some people in our congregation that are vulnerable. We ask you to put an angel on them to protect them, to keep them from receiving this illness. You know, Lord, there is just so much power in the blood of Jesus Christ, and we just ask for one drop. One drop. There's enough power in one drop of blood to heal this whole church. There's enough power in one drop of Jesus' blood to protect us all. We know that our God is able and we will serve you, O Lord, no matter what. In Jesus' name, thank you for the opportunity to witness to others. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Would you say that with me? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all sing this chorus, would you? There's room at the cross for you. There's room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. Yes, there's room at the cross for you. Sing that chorus again. There's room at the cross for you. There's room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. Yes, there's room at the cross for you. Thank you all for being here. God bless you. We'll keep you posted on what's happening. We're not having Wednesday night because we're trying to avoid small groups. We're not having tonight because of that reason. But as of right now, we'll meet again next Sunday unless something changes. If you possibly can, like our Facebook page. It's the best way to keep up. If you did not receive text messages this week, please, please give me your cell phone number before you leave because we need to be able to communicate with each other. Don't you know the family of God needs each other right now? Thank you. God bless you.